COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up two to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. You can also find me on Twitter at ICSativaPod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play Music Store, and more. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. A special thanks to our current patrons and supporters. Shout out to friends of the show Reefer Revolution for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy One Love 420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. We also have been recently syndicated by friend of the show, Russ Belfill, and will now be featured weekly on Radical Russ Radio right before his show from Monday, 7 a.m., Tuesday, 9 a.m., Wednesday, 11 a.m., Thursday, 1 p.m., and Friday, 3 p.m., all mountain times. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Howdy. Hope you guys are having a good one. Bomb Gia, people.
I know it's not morning, but I'm going to say it anyway. All right. Um, so we're in year four of our little experiment. And I believe that we're on the house's money. I really do. Um, last two years have been pretty rough on me. Last, I would say the last year, the last year, year and a half has been pretty rough on me. But thick, through thick or thin, I've still given you like at least three episodes a week. <laughs> um, despite all that, I've I've still gotten out, gotten in and out of the mud and gotten you at least three episodes a week to the best of my ability. At least three video episodes. I mean, that's reducing. I've I've I've, I've like I think it's averaging to around like two and a half or so. But I'm still giving you weekly content. Um, I'm still trying to do that. And even, and even if in, in the next month or two, three, I'm going to have to live in my car or whatever, I'll still try to get you three or so episodes. If I have to go to a McDonald's and do it, get out of the McDonald's parking lot, if I have, if I have to do that crap, because I have a, I have a blue Yeti at the moment. I have a blue Yeti. Um, I have like the black blue Yeti. They have the snowball one. And um a friend of mine is sending me like an actual real microphone where I'm gonna have to use like an interface or a mixer. And I'm not I'm not gonna have the same unreliable BS that I have with this blue yeti. Like it's like a lot of artists, it's like a lot of YouTubers say, like blue yeti suck. They do. They're digital microphones, they can't. You can't be connected to analog mixers or, you know, analog interfaces or any of that sort of fancy sort of stuff that, that real sort of audio files know about. Again, I'm still learning about it. Like I, I'm, I'm a podcaster. I'm having to know, you know, off, I'm having to know just out of practicality, I guess, but it's like, like, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to get you better equipment. Like we're. Like the blue Yeti that we record this on is kind of on borrowed time. Like I, like I said, my friend is sending me some in the mail pretty soon. Um, so I'm going to have to buy an interface, which I, I'm going to get a pretty decent one, hopefully. And hopefully we won't have those like weird audio issues that we've been having. Um, yeah, I mean, I, don't, I hopefully we won't have like those weird sort of like audio issues that we've been having where if I change it to like one port, it's like, oh, my goodness, what the what the F what the heck are you doing? Like, like, I don't know, Windows 10, at least for me, does that like I, I changed the USB port from like the USB, like, I don't know if it's like USB two to USB three for the Yeti. And then like my mic, my, my audio gain or whatever the heck it is that completely changed. And like, like my, uh, millennial name only podcast episodes, like, like the audio for two of those episodes this week has been washed out. I've lost subscribers over it. Like, yeah, I mean, all that stuff matters. If you can get yourself more of a um, traditional microphone that gets plugged into a mixer or interface, 
That's going to be way better than a Yeti one because the Yeti ones are purely digital ones. And with digital, again, I, I was an IT miner. So with digital micro, with digital technology, it's either one thing or the other with digital. But with analog, you could fine tune it a lot better. Like that's one thing I remember out of my analog versus digital IT class that I took with, that I took at the University of Massachusetts Amherst. That with analog, you have way more control. Like there's like a dial, there's way more settings on an analog device where you can fine tune the settings that are according to that device, they're according to your setup, that are, that are way more fine tuned. If you're a tech nerd like myself, using an analog device is way better because if you know yourself about technology, you can fine tune the settings to a particular device, to particular configuration, and be like, all right, this configuration only does 192 hertz. So I got to treat every little audio thing as such if I'm a tech geek. And then I'm going to have a pretty good result if I do that. But if I try to force this device to do 224 or whatever, it might do it on some things, but it might not. Or it might, I might have to analog some things to get it to the 240. But again, your average tech user can do that. But nerds like myself know the difference between analog and digital. I mean, I took courses on it. I read books on technology at least since what, 12, 13. I'm going, I'm going to be 33 this year. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm on the house's money doing this podcast, only having like ha putting out, putting out, I think close to 1,100 episodes putting out at least three episodes a week or two. Like, I'm on the house's cash. There's so many people that do a podcast and they only last, what, 20 episodes? 30? I think, like, the average one only lasts 20-something episodes. We've done close to 1,100, if not 1,100 already. And we've interviewed so many different people. We interviewed people from all over the United States. We interviewed people from Kentucky, Mississippi, um, Missouri, um, Massachusetts, Illinois. Um, I've interviewed, um, and I've talked with people internationally, Australia, Israel, whatever. Um, like we've gone all over the map. Like, again, I have tens of thousands of emails I haven't responded to. And when I first started this podcast, I was lucky if I got five a week, but I get like, I got Dozens of flipping day, you know, Google news, people wanting to interview us. And again, I, if I, if, if I worked a day job where I was making like six figures or, 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 or seven, like I'd be able to interview probably most, most, if not all the people that email me. And I apologize to all the people that email me. I apologize to all the people that try to get a hold of me on Instagram and, and Twitter. Um, Again, I work a day job. I work a day job. I'm a, I'm a semi broke um, core millennial. So I'm just like I'm not. I'm not a person that makes a lot of cash. I haven't ever been a person that made, made a lot of money. Um, so I'm just I'm I'm doing this in between my my day jobs. I got to work to pay student loans to save up for my parents. They're heading towards their seventies retirement to be able to sort of fund their retirement to be able to fund their expenses to be able to 
to be a good contributor to to my parents that have given me so much and that are gonna that you know my pops is gonna my old man's gonna hit seventy next year my my mom's gonna hit seventy in twenty twenty four so it's like I'm at, the, I'm at that age I'm at that sandwich age at thirty three where I'm having to I'm having to be a contributor to my parents at this point. You know, I'm sure a lot of you, y'all in your 30s are, are doing that. So that's a lot of why I've, been, I've not been doing as much episodes. Like I, I try to give you three a week, but it's like, you know, my parents, you know, have done so much for me. I mean, I, like I haven't had, always had the best relationship with them, but like. I, I would say my parents have done way more for me than a lot of average parents in the U.S. because. My parents come from a Yoruba culture that's a bit more collectivistic and a bit more, it takes a village. And America is more, you're on your own, throwing your, your arse out at 18, figure it out. We taught you everything you need to know from zero to 18 years old. Figure it out. Um, you're kicked out. Um, find a skill. You know, sell drugs, whatever. I don't care what you do at 18, but you're not living here. You're not even paying rent here. No. Like, American culture is very individualistic. I'm not saying everyone goes through that. And I know people that have moved out 16 or whatever. So, like, I'm not saying American culture is one thing or the other, but it's it, it leans a bit more towards individualism and figure it out on your own once you graduate high school. That's That's... that's that's what I hear of how our culture works in this country. But my parents don't operate like that. In, in Yoruba culture, we operate in more, in Yoruba culture, in South America, in a lot of South America, a lot of Africa, in a lot of Asia, we operate more on the whole, it takes a village sort of thing. And we got to help out our community. And the person like 10 doors down to, for you, if they're an elder and they're, you know, they're working every day, they're contributing to the community, they have a good amount of input. They have almost as much input as your parent does. So if you mess up, they pay attention. They can, they can punch you like your parent does. That's how it works in the communities that my mom and dad grew up in. And a lot of South American, Asian, and, and et cetera communities that are not as westernized and individualistic. It takes a village. You know, there's a code of conduct and that whole village can enforce it. It's not up to mom and dad and the immediate family to, to, to honor that code. That whole family, that whole village, that whole town, your teachers, they can enforce that code if, if need be. You know, a lot of people don't grow up in cultures like that. I do. Um, that, that shaped a lot of my development. And, um... I think it gave me a lot of good skills, but I think it also made me a lot, made me pretty neurotic in a lot of ways too. So I, I would say every culture has its, it's, it's good and it's bad, you know, and this individualistic culture, you're having, you're having tens of thousands of people fall to an opioid crisis. Like last year you had a hundred thousand people die. Um, so Every, 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 everything has its advantages and disadvantages, but I'm, I'm glad I, I had more of a collectivist sort of upbringing that, that, you know, my parents 
you know, the grand, my grandparents that I got to actually see kind of imparted upon me. But again, that's just me. But let's get back to like cannabis again. Um, I'm going to teach you three pragmatic and useful cannabis tips. They're going to guide and help your daily life. Um, if you're someone who's just using this as a medicine, if you're somebody who's in the middle but wants to learn a few tricks, I think the, the, the bag of tricks I'm going to teach you, the three of them, I think they'll help you. So, tip one. It's probably best to get a vaporizer. This, um, I'm going to zoom it in. Guys, it. All right. So this one says ooze. I'm probably going to put it in like the, in the description because, you know, I'm, again, I'm not using the best of cameras. If you want to donate more to what we do, you can go to paypal.me um, slash Sativa podcast and donate more, more cash so we can buy better vaporizers. You can buy better interfaces, better microphones, better equipment. And I won't have times where I'm doing our, where I'm doing the cannabis podcast. Or I'm doing my millennial no, name only podcast where I'm sounding like, like my audio is blasted or whatever. Um, if you want more consistent and stronger quality audio, PayPal.me slash ICSSEVA podcast. All right. So enough of the shameless plug. So some useful tips. So this is an ooze herbal vaporizer. As I've said in the past, like two months or so or more, I've been doing more of CBD slash CBDV and CBG. So I just been putting that into this little thing. Um, if you go to most head shops in your country, in, in, in your city, in your red light district, in your city, town, municipality, or you go to your major city in any, any of the 50 U.S. states, you can find a smoke shop that's selling you dry herb vaporizers and you can get your allegedly cannabis herb or you can get your allegedly your, your allegedly THC one if you live in one of the 21 legal states. And yes, I am counting Minnesota. Oh my God, they just legalized edibles accident. No, that still counts. So we're at 21 people and I'm going to count it as 21. Um, so yeah, we're at 21 states and I'm going to count it as 21. And like, if you're in one of the 21 legal states, I would highly recommend getting a dry herb vaporizer of any variety. Like this one that I have an ooze vaporizer. It has like that 510 battery. It has like a chamber and it has one of those, like those ovens or whatever, those mini short chambers that will heat up the vaporized herb. And, and again, these globes you can get at most smoke shops. Ooze is a big enough brand that you can get one of, like, like if one of your things chips off or breaks like mine does, you can just buy another sort of, uh, of piece and it'll, it'll do a lot of what you want to do. But I would get any sort of dryer vaporizer. Ooze is a very um, sort of entry level. You can get their parts on the interwebs in, in a lot of states. And... You put your dry herb, whether CBD, CBG, um, CBDV, any of those other ones, you grind it up, you get your grinder allegedly, put it, again, educational purposes, you put it in, in, in your grinder, 
vapor, you it's grounded up. You put it in your bottle or, or, or glass or whatever the heck you put it in. Then you put it into the chamber and allegedly vaporize it. Like I'm, I've been vaporizing CBD, DBGV. No, no, I've been vaporizing CBD, CBDV, and CBG. I've been vaporizing that before. I go to work because like I, I take Adderall because I, I'm, I'm an ADHD head and you know, ADD is gonna be a pretty annoying illness. And like taking my, my ADHD Adderall helps, it helps me to drive. It helps me to do ba a lot of basic stuff that, that the neurotypical takes for granted. And, um, I need CBD and C I need CBD, CBG and those sort of cannabinoids because if you, if you have ADD and you take Adderall, you take stimulants on a daily basis, which is pretty much prescription meth, that hangover you get from Adderall, Ritalin, all those Vivans, all those like, like thingies that, that hangover is brutal and CBD and CBDV and all those other um non-toxicated cannabinoids they, they help it so my so my cash doesn't really feel like one it just feels like all right you put a bajillion pillows and you're landing on them whereas if if, if i was not taking them like I, if i was not because i didn't because in allegedly in 20 from 2010 through 2012 there like getting cbd or cbg cbd cbg or cbdv that was that was pretty much impossible in, 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 in Massachusetts around that time. Um, so I mean, I heard of CBD by the end of, uh, by the end of the time I was in college because I heard about like people who were getting seizures and stuff. Like I knew about it on, on, on theory, but I had no way of accessing, accessing it as, um, the East coast is very behind the West coast when it comes to cannabis you know, except Maine. And again, I wasn't really going to Maine in, in large quantities before I got, um, medical marijuana information, um, allegedly. So, you know, I was just hearing about CBD, CBDV, or all these CBD, all these non-toxicating non cannabinoids in theory until we had a federal farm bill. It was just something I, I knew of in theory that I couldn't really access. So, um, so I wasn't really having Adderall hangover cures until at least, um, 2018 or so when our, our farm bill was really, really popularized. Um, and that really helped me because CBD helps to prevent that ha hang Adderall hangover. You take Adderall and you're going to have a brutal crash. Oh my God. I think I probably that helps. It helps me to a degree, but it really isn't enough. I, I need that CBD to help. So I don't have an Adderall hangover and Adderall helps me. So I can, I can allegedly, you know, get to my work. I get and drive through rough commutes. Like, again, I'm not, I'm not a neurotypical person. So I need, I need more assistance. I need more, more, more aids to get through the typical commute that a near typical can get through. Um, so DVD in terms of preventing that dreaded hang 
Adderall hangover or creating like a soft pillow that really, really helps. I'm sure it helps a lot of you. Um, so I do that in these dry herb vaporizers. And the best thing about these dry herb vaporizers is that you can, you can save what I've done. Like I, like through that, um, vaporizer I use, I empty it out. I put the vaporized product into a bottle and I save it. You know, sometimes I save it to make oils. Sometimes I save it to put in capsules, whatever I save it. And then another thing that I do, and another thing that would be useful for, for most people is the whole idea. Um, I don't know if you've learned about this in college, high school, whatever, but this is a bowl. This is a typical, um, alleged bowl it has Rick and Morty on it. Whatever you could see it. Oh, Rick. Yeah. Um, so at the bottom of these bowls and at like the base of it that you can't always see because of that hole or all that pause. Um, at the base of it, there's a lot of ash. There's a lot of stuff. And if you light it at the middle of that bowl, you can allegedly get what we call what, what, what people are learning about cannabis when they're young or in college or high school, you get what we call a res hit. So if you are in between payday, if you are like, oh my God, I don't got a lot of resources. If you're smoking on your bowl, lots, a lot of ash, a lot of THC allegedly or CBD or whatever that's collecting in the bowl. So you just put your lighter on it and you, let it rip and you're gonna you're gonna save some cash you're you can actually get something out of a resin you can actually get something out out of it for a couple of sessions and another trick that i'm going to unveil and um all right this is a hemp wick you actually get it on amazon or ebay or most places um it's it has hemp the hemp rope the hemp rope or the hemp string is not really gonna like get you woohoo it gets me kind of the opposite if I were to do it by itself. Um, or if I were to have a very small bowl and just have my hemp whip let it rip. rip. The problem with that is that, um, I don't know, it's like, it's, it's a hemp whip. Hemp, hemp does not necessarily get you high. But, alright, we're going to do this right now. So this is this hemp wick that I got. And you can put it on the bowl. Like if you put a bowl of flour, you can put it on the bowl and um, you can put it on the bowl and it's going to light up your bowl a lot better instead of using your lighter the entire time. Because that lighter, the problem with that is that you're going to, the lighter is going to have all these chemicals, butane, all these other BS chemicals. But if you put your hemp wick on top of that, on top of the bowl of, of, of flour or whatever, that's going to be way better and way healthier for you. And you're going to get way more of the essence of how it smells, how your flower smells, how it smokes, all that, the flavor, aroma, all that. If you're a reviewer like me, you're going to get way more out of that than just using the lighter the entire time. So I would highly recommend investing in hemp wicks. Again, they sell that, that at Amazon, eBay. Your local head shop, most 50 states, it's there. That's, that's another thing I would do. And another thing I would do 
is reuse what you get from your your vapes so if you have a dryer vape like we talked about again you can get any one of them and online head shops whatever your dry herb vaporizer like is gonna is gonna produce uh vape poop like people call it gonna produce that and you can put that into a sander bowl and smoke it like i used to do that a lot when i was in college to save cash um allegedly you you like uh, i saved a lot of money doing that so it's like you're using your cannabis two to three times or even more depending on how you do it um but yeah those are ways i would save cash those are pragmatic ways to sort of use cannabis um i'm so happy that we've done four years i enjoy doing this i i love doing this i love getting cannabis to the average Jane, the average show um I would love to do this more if I had a day job that subsidized enough of my bills, enough of me having a house, enough of me um, making my plans in, in the society, in the, in the collapsing society we live in. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to reveal too much, but folks, we're in a collapsing society. Make your plans, people. Uh, and again, I, I'll leave it at that um i think all the fans i've accumulated over the past four years i think all the people that showed up to our show that showed up as guests that that that, that were there for us throughout the four years all the loyal fans friends everyone we hope to do a bunch more years and i i love doing this i enjoy doing this thank you so much listeners over the past four years and here's the way more peace out ciao and stay medicated my friends Bomb Gia. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Canvas Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 and above tier if you are feeling extra generous. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message on Anchor, and you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Canvas Sativa podcast and click the send voice message button, and I may just play it on a future episode. You can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and I may just play it on a future episode. Feel free to join the ever-expanding I Am Canvas Sativa podcast planet on Discord. We Yes, we've got a Discord channel and that Discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 
T-H-T-T-P-S-6-5-T-G-2-N-R. Again, that is H-T-T-P-S colon slash slash discord dot G-G slash 6-5-T-G-2-N-R. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp-based products. You can check them out by the link H-T-T-P-S colon slash B-I-T dot L-Y slash 3-3-F-K-R-V-9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such, such as Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.